From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the government raises healthcare service crisis status to the highest level as thousands of doctors walk off the job in protest of the government's med school emissions quota hike plan. Foreign ministers of South Korea, the U.S. and Japan discussed the need for trilateral cooperation to respond to North Korean threats and improving Pyongyang-Moscow ties. And Seoul and Washington's Air Forces conduct combined airspace exercise involving the 5th Gen F-35A fighter jets. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Chan. The government has raised its healthcare service crisis status to the highest level of serious after thousands of doctors walked off the job this week to protest against the government plan to raise the medical school admissions quota. The government on Friday came up with a series of measures to mitigate the impact on the health and lives of the people. Our Yoon Soyang has more. The Ministry of Health and Welfare made the decision Thursday night to raise the health care service crisis status to the highest level of serious starting at 8 a.m. Friday, explaining that the collective action of the trainee doctors group is increasingly threatening the health and lives of the people. This is the first time the government has put the nation under the top-level alert mode due to a medical service issue. Under the elevated crisis level, the government's response to collective action is being overseen by the Central Disaster and Safety Countermeasures Headquarters headed by Prime Minister Han Deok-su. Han on Friday held a meeting of the Central Disaster Headquarters, saying that in response to the elevated crisis level, the government will extend the operating hours of all public health care institutions to the fullest extent possible on weekdays and expand services for consultations on weekends and public holidays. He also said the government will create Metropolitan Emergency Situation Offices, overseeing the transport and transfers of intensive care patients and emergency cases early next month in four regions to ensure those in need can receive timely treatment. In addition, it was announced on Friday that the government will fully allow the use of telemedicine services until the interns and residents end their collective action during a press briefing by Second Vice Health Minister Pang Minsu. Hospitals will also be given financial support to hire more temporary workers. Additionally, on-site local inspections of emergency medical institutions are being made. Interior and Safety Minister Lee Sang-min on Friday visited the Kimcheon Medical Center in the North Gyeongsang region to inspect the local emergency medical system in preparation of the influx of patients to public medical institutions. According to the health ministry, as of 10 p.m. Thursday, nearly 9,000 or almost 80 percent of trainee doctors nationwide had reportedly submitted their resignations, and 7,800 of them had left their workplaces in protest of the government's plan to increase the medical school admissions quota. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. More than 10,000 medical students have filed for a leave of absence in protest of the government's plan to expand the medical school admissions quota, though some of them have since withdrawn their applications. According to the Education Ministry on Friday, an additional 49 students from 12 medical schools had submitted requests for a leave of absence as of 6 p.m. Thursday, and 346 students from one medical school have withdrawn their applications. A total of 11,481 or 61% of all students from the country's 40 medical schools have made the request since Monday. Of the total, 45 applications were accepted as they were deemed unrelated to students' collective action. Students in 11 medical schools reportedly boycotted classes in protest with the schools holding talks with the students. 
Professors at Seoul National University's medical school and its hospital said this weekend would be the crucial time to resolve the current situation amid Trini doctors' collective action over the planned increase in the medical school's admission quota and urged the government to show willingness to engage in talks. In a statement on Friday, an emergency steering committee of professors said while they plan to persuade trainee doctors to return to work, they will join the collective action if the government fails to respond. The committee said they are certain that the limited medical services being provided will not last more than 10 days, adding that they will do everything they can to prevent a collapse. The professors called on the government to clearly show its resolve to negotiate with their emergency committee before pledging to expand and restructure nationwide emergency leadership through an alliance of professor groups from each general hospital. The nation's nurses said they are being forced to illegally give patient consultations and perform other doctors' tasks to fill the vacuum caused by the mass resignations of trainee doctors over the planned increase of the medical school admissions quota. At a press conference on Friday, the Korean Nursing Association said a call center for nurses experiencing difficulties amid the vacuum had received 154 reports as of 9 a.m. Friday. Nearly three-quarters came from general duty nurses, while about a quarter were reported by physician assistants. According to the reports, the biggest predicament the nurses faced was receiving orders to conduct illegal tasks, such as giving patients consultations, assisting doctors with surgical procedures, and issuing prescriptions. According to nurses, the vacuum has greatly threatened patient safety, citing, for instance, routine hygiene maintenance services, which are normally carried out every four days, are now being conducted once a week. The top diplomats of South Korea, the United States, and Japan held talks on Thursday to discuss the need for trilateral cooperation to respond to threats from North Korea in improving ties between Pyongyang and Moscow. According to a readout by the U.S. State Department Foreign Minister Cho Tae-yeol, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and Japanese Foreign Minister Yoko Kamikawa held a trilateral meeting on the margins of the Foreign Minister's meeting of the Group of 20 Nations in Rio de Janeiro. During the session, the trial discussed the importance of enhancing close coordination in response to the North's continued provocations, as well as Pyongyang's growing military support for Russia's ongoing war against Ukraine. The three sides also covered efforts to maintain peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait. They also talked about the conflict in Gaza and reiterated the need to release all remaining hostages and increase humanitarian assistance to Palestinian civilians. In the first three-way meeting since Joe took office last month, Saul's top diplomat said in opening remarks that this year marks the 30th anniversary of the first-ever trilateral summit in 1994, and thus, this gathering will be a symbolic milestone in the three nations' journey together. Air forces from South Korea and the United States conducted a combined airspace exercise involving the fifth-generation F-35A fighter jet. The South Korean Air Force said on Friday that its F-35A, KF-16, F-15K, and F-5EF fighters were deployed, along with the U.S. Air Force's F-35A jets stationed in Japan's Kadena Air Base. Seoul's Air Force said F-35As from both sides successfully completed a joint defense counter-air training in which virtual enemy aircraft or cruise missiles violating South Korean airspace were intercepted and shot down. It was the first time since last October for F-35As from the two sides to be taking part in joint training over the Korean peninsula. 
North Korea, which has defined South Korea as a hostile state and has begun to abolish agencies handling issues pertaining to cooperation with the South, is speculated to have established a post of first vice foreign minister in charge of inter-Korean affairs. Ko Young-hwan, a North Korean diplomat-turned-defector who currently serves as a special aide to South Korea's unification minister Kim Young-ho, said at a forum on Friday that the North could appoint Lee Sun-gwan, head of the ruling Workers' Party's United Front Department, as new vice minister. The minister's aide said veterans at the UFD, which had dealt with inter-Korean talks and North Korea's policy with South Korea, could be transferred to the foreign ministry, while his advisor Kim Young-chul could move to the ministry or the Reconnaissance General Bureau. Following regime leader Kim Jong-un's order to disband agencies dealing with cross-border relations, Foreign Minister Che Sun-hee and Lee Sun-gwan both attended a meeting last month to discuss ways to dismantle such agencies. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index rose 3.43 points or 0.13% on Friday to close at 2,667.7. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's news center in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen.